Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update. Out of the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. And now, let's check out some of the highlights from Volume 25, Issue 21, dated May 23rd. From our outside section, Cascade Cycling Classic is back. After a year hiatus, North America's longest-running stage race is back by Chris Miller. That's right, bike peeps, the Cascade Cycling Classic is back. After taking last year off, in part due to logistics, the 39th running of the race is back with new dates, new events, and a new focus on community and spectator engagement. On June 1st, CCC introduces the newly created Solfiume Criterium and Cycling Festival. Solfiume is Italian for on the river. A day-long, family-friendly celebration of all things cycling at Ben Park and Recreation's Pavilion. The festival has kids' events, including a Strider Adventure Zone and a kids' race. A big priority for new race director Bart Bowen, hired in December, is providing more opportunities for the community to get involved. I'm trying to expose more kids to the live endorphin rush instead of the screen, Bowen told the source. I wanted to bring juniors into the race. This is my passion. All the way to the Strider kids. Also new to the festival is the RPM Grand Prix, a single-speed bike race with middle and high school riders on four-person teams. The relay-style race is open to all Central Oregon middle and high school students, and bikes will be provided. Traditionally, the CCC was held in mid to late July, but this year the race is scheduled to hit the streets from May 29th to June 2nd. From our news desk, City says Mirror Pond should be a parks project. Counselors want to max City contributions at $3 million over a 10-year period. By Chris Miller. It's been a hot topic since 2002 and even before. When to dredge this silt and build up from Mirror Pond, and who pays for it? During the May 15th City Council meeting, Mayor Sally Russell asked the other councilors a series of questions, aiming at finding consensus on where the council stood on Mirror Pond and whether the city should contribute funding for the proposed Mirror Pond dredging project. The pond, formed by the impoundment that is Newport Dam, hasn't been dredged for nearly 35 years, causing silt buildup that turns into smelly mudflats in the summertime when river flows are low. Last week, councillors expressed interest in funding the entire Mirror Pond project, not just dredging, but improving public spaces, but also suggested putting stipulations on the money. Councillor Justin Livingston said the city should cap funding at $3 million over a 10-year period, or 50% of the dredging, whichever was less. Others, including councillors Bill Mosley and Barb Campbell, said Ben Park and Recreation should take over the management of the project. Mosley said the city should have no further role in funding or managing the pond. I want out, Mosley said. If the city contributes $3 million, it still leaves a significant funding gap for the dredging project, estimated to cost about $6.5 million. About $320,000 in private pledges have been raised by the Celebrate Bend Foundation, a group dedicated to preserving the pond. When the pond was last dredged in 1984, a federal grant contributed 48% of the cost. Councillor Bruce Abernathy said Wednesday federal dollars were not expected this time around. And from smoke signals, our cannabis column. The fuss with Phylos. The company started as a testing lab and a cannabis database. 
When they announced they'd start doing plant breeding, the industry erupted with anger. Josh Jardine sits down with Philo's CEO to hear his side. By Josh Jardine. Since April, the cannabis world has been reeling in response to news from Philo's Bioscience, about whose innovative galaxy I have written in the past. The galaxy is aimed at being the world's largest database of hemp and cannabis genetic insights, featuring thousands of heritage and modern varieties from over 80 countries, according to Phylos's website. The announcement that launched thousands of enraged Instagram comments, severed partnerships, and calls for boycotts? The one stating that Phylos is entering the cannabis breeding business. That news might seem innocuous to those outside the industry, but for those inside, Many considered it to be a betrayal, with some word that Phylos would use the data users submitted for the Galaxy project to assist in its new breeding endeavors. On May 10th, I sat down with Phylos CEO Mowgli Holmes for an hour-long interview, which far exceeds the space limitations of this column. I asked, is Phylos stealing the plants of the growers who submitted samples of their cannabis plants for inclusion into the Galaxy? Holmes replied, we didn't steal their plants. We don't have proprietary access to their data, and we also didn't use that data for our breeding program because it's actually not the right data to help you with plant breeding. So the whole commercial test that we offered to customers, the Phylos genotype test, it produced this data set that was very small and limited and public, and it was not something that could help with a breeding program. For more on these and other stories, pick up the latest copy of The Source Weekly for free or log on to bensource.com. I'm Sam Scholl.